the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Welcome back to the Dream Baby Dream podcast. We are ACTC. And JH. <laughs> so we are, I'm Amy Kumar. I'm Taylor Clement. And I'm Josiah Hayden. <laughs> wow, you have such a nice deep podcast you, voice. Yeah, put He's my, putting that on. That is not voice. a good voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Some days it is. In the room, we also have Olivia Turner, OT. Yeah, I have to sit here quietly. <laughs> There's not enough room for her to use the she's, microphone. She's been told to sit there in so silence. She's just on the, in the corner of the room. We are coming to you this week from, again, Taylor's Lounge Room. Uh, why are we in Taylor's Lounge Room, Amy? What have we been doing today? Um, we have been shooting showreel scenes. So we talked a little bit about how we were preparing to shoot some scenes. That's what we did today. And we did that with the help of Josiah. And it was a lot of fun. The girls did really good. Um, and we're ending the show real scene shoot day with some free poured pina coladas. Oh, they're so yummy. Some free poured pina coladas. It's it's well deserved pina coladas. So, th- mm. but it also means that this pod might be a little bit, a bit loose. <laughs> That's, yeah, got to give the people what they want. They do. So, for quote of the week, we thought we would have Josiah. Give us his most inspiring quote, Josiah. This was definitely thrown on me, so I didn't have too much to th- too much time to think about it. But um, one that I always—I don't know why—I always just find myself mentioning it throughout the day, and it's not necessarily like. Actually, I think it's related to life and business. Anyway, the quote is: "You become the closest five people you surround yourself with." Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good I one. like I think, that. I think it's powerful. I think it's um it's important because like if you're wanting to push yourself professionally or um in all aspects of your life, the people that you're hanging out with really shapes and molds you to be a certain person. So it's mm. it can be powerful and a good thing or a bad thing. Absolutely. So. Like I was thinking about this today, Taylor, since you coming into my life, I've been so much more productive when it comes to acting because I've had someone who shares the passion and obviously is as driven as I am. And sometimes you just need to bounce off someone. And so even the showreel, for example, and the podcast as well, like these were just things we talked about. Like I was like, we're both like, oh, we want to shoot a scene. And then I saw that scene from Mindhunter and I was like, we should do this. But now we shot it. Like yeah, it's done. It's like done. it's just, yeah. we did it. And it yeah. was, yeah. I'm really Same token with the podcast. It was like, we should start a podcast. Yeah. And next minute we've booked in people and we're doing Here interviews. We are. We're sitting mm. on your lounge room floor recording. Yeah. That's a great That's example good. of the yeah. power of your acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good quote. Thank you, mm. Josiah. Thank you. Um, so the guest for this week, we're going to talk a little about her. Her name is... <laughs> Jesus. Okay, oh, we're going to no, try no. that again. It's, it's tricky. You guys even listen to your own it, hey, it's tricky because she's got a pseudonym or kind of like a stage name and then she also has her real name. So I wasn't sure which one to lead with. Well, probably her real name. Real name. Um, so our guest this week... Ashley Callahan Is Ash Callahan, a really good friend of mine. Also known as Jade Jupiter. Yes, she The is. Jade Jupiter. The Jade Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ash. <laughs> Sorry, Ash. We've really just... We really butchered all of that. Um, but no, Ash, we love you. you. We think you're so talented, inspiring, fantastic. I'm obsessed with your music. Um, mm. And we're just really excited to chat to Ash about what it's like being in the industry and having friends that aren't in the industry and how to navigate that because it's can be a very isolating industry if you don't have anyone else in it with you. Um, but also the fact that other people not in the industry don't quite understand 
the struggles, the hardships, what you actually have to do for a job. Yeah, a lot of times that can be quite frustrating. So we chat to Ash a bit about that and get her perspective on things as well as just her life as a creative person. And um, yeah. That ties in really nicely with my quote I said before. It does, exactly. Mm, Law of attraction. Having friends who understand the industry, while it's not... You know, you're never going to judge your friends for not being in the industry, obviously. They're probably going to judge you for being in the industry. Um, But it just helps. It helps. It really does. Having someone understand you on that level. Because it's a big part of who you are. Um, And a lot of times we get the question of, oh, okay, um, but like what what do you do other than that? Like, what's your backup? Like, and it's, what's your real job? Yeah. (laughs) Like what's your real job? And it's the most disheartening thing to hear because it's like you put your entire life, heart and soul into a career that people don't take as seriously. Acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. As maybe being a lawyer or being a doctor or even, you know, being a teacher, like all those careers. And it's like, well, do you go home and watch TV? Yeah. Do you put on a movie? Like it's a legitimate career. Yeah. People only really recognize it as a career when they're like watching you on TV Mm. and they can, yeah, you've got that like evidence that you can show people like, oh, you're on this show, you're on that show. But all these actors had to start somewhere. <laughs> they all had like to, before then. Before that, yeah. I'm sure they all went through years and years of hardships and auditioning, where people were judging them because they didn't hmm. necessarily have a paying job. But hmm. now look at them, and everyone thinks they're amazing. That'll be us one day. That'll be us, mm. maybe. <laughs> no, manifesting, Amy. Manifesting. It will be us. Um, Amy, what is your obsession of this week? My obsession of this week, very simple. I finished the last episode of Shameless last night, which I've been watching since I was probably about 14. I don't know. It's been a long time. That show's been around a long time. It was really sad. Not even that the episode was necessarily sad, which it was, but no spoilers. Um, It was just sad. And just because, no, because that show was a show that really inspired me with the acting on that show. And that was always... Like some of those scenes I would just watch over and over and over again and just to know I'm not going to have any more of those scenes to look forward to and, and watch. It's sad. You can go back. Yeah, but I want new material. I don't know. It's sad. Anyway. Desire your obsession this week? My obsession, um, other than these pina coladas, <laughs> they go into the head. Which is <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty strong. You pour like half a bottle of Malibu in there. That's, that's the only way I drink them. <laughs> um, no, actually... My obsession of the week has been music mm. um, and not just like listening to music, but, but writing songs as well. So you did that? Yeah, yeah. Do you so, yeah. So, um, <gasps> give us a little taste. <laughs> we can have Desire as an Artist of the yeah. Week one week. Oh my God. Fun. Yeah. So me and a few boys have gotten together and been jamming a bit oh. and it's been, it's been my obsession because it's given me a lot of like purpose to write more music and write some songs um because previously i'd write songs and i wouldn't do anything with them Mm. so now it's like ah i can actually jam with them we can gig with them and things like that so that's been my you know in the past couple of weeks been my obsession which has been good and totally separate from like the film film world which is which is refreshing that's great but still creative so it's Mm. a nice outlet that's awesome taylor that's great um my obsession of the week is going to sound really dumb, but just because I've been so busy, I just feel like I have not been home. I wake up early, go to work, I get home late. Like it's been a really, really big week. And even since moving, there hasn't been a day that I haven't left the house. So my obsession of the week is my king bed. And I, <laughs> it sounds silly. It sounds silly, but man, 
I love it. I love that bed. It is so big with my massive TV. I mean, actually, no, I changed it. My obsession is my room. I love my bedroom. I love being in there, and I just really want to spend more time in there. I, I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. It's it's great. Nice. But um, Amy, okay, and <laughs> without further ado, <laughs> Taylor always makes fun of me because when I introduce someone, I say without further ado, and I didn't notice it until. Without further ado, hey, here we'll is let, our guest. No, we'll let Josiah. Okay, Josiah, go. Um, without further ado, please welcome the J Jupiter. Yay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Ashley, the J Jupiter, <laughs> Ash Callahan. Welcome to Dream Baby Dream Podcast. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. We're so excited to have you. I feel like it's been uh, just a hectic year. I haven't really seen you for a year. I mean, we caught up last week, but besides that. I haven't I, seen you for so long. Yeah. The last time I saw you would have been class, which was like a long time ago. That Ages like, ago. Yeah. So yeah. where have you been? I moved to Melbourne for a while, which was crazy. And I kind of moved for a career choice. Mm-hmm. My partner was going to move there and I was sort of considering back and forth, is this going to be good for me? But... In Melbourne, there's just so many more opportunities, acting, modeling, all kinds of things. So I thought if I can just move for a while, make contacts, come back and see how it goes. Did you? Did that work? Did it? How, how, how was the industry different in Melbourne compared to Brisbane? It's definitely a lot more competitive. It's kind of intimidating in a way because everyone's you can tell that everyone's just on a role Mm. and if you don't keep up with everything going on you just get trampled by the crowd see you later kind of thing right so it was really important to just network as best I could considering all the circumstances and everything that's a little bit difficult but I did end up meeting a lot of brands I thought it was going to be more acting sort of stuff and more um, music sort of stuff but Modeling ended up taking off a little bit, so that was exciting. That's good. Amazing. Yeah. Did so. you go over there and get an agent, or how did it work? Did you I, already have an agent and just move? I was freelance. Okay. Yeah, awesome. so it's kind of – I was trying to find an agent, and I think I'm still on that journey of just trying to find someone to represent me that can be, you They've know, kind of got to tailored to what cover I mean. everything because exactly. yeah, you have so many talents. Um, <laughs> those that don't know, Ash is a singer. She's an actress. She um, does voiceover work. Yeah. Um, That's why anything her voice else so that I'm, I'm missing? Her voice sounds so nice. It is nice. <laughs> Ash so actually um, did the little music bit and the voiceover for our podcast, Dream Baby Dream. So when you listen, um, it's her voice that you hear. It's very sexy. It is. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> um, so you are also a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, you go under the stage name The Jade Jupiter, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Um, tell us a bit about that. You, I obviously met you at the warehouse um, in acting, but yeah. you've always been interested in music. And is that something that you're probably more wanting to go into as a career? Or? I think so. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... I've spent so long weighing up these passions, just like which one is best for me. Mm. Always music. Music has always come up on top yeah. for that. So while I both love them equally, <laughs> both... Very close to my heart. Music yeah. is Do just... Do you feel like one is easier to break into or are they both pretty They're both par? really hard. Because yeah. at first I was like, yeah, maybe music can be a bit easier. But 
that's what I, I would have thought but in, yeah it's yeah. so hard yeah it's all about who you know there's mm-hmm. just so many factors to it that are just really yeah bit of luck bit of who you know yeah kind of um so you have quite a social media presence with um you're acting, you're singing, you're, I guess, alter ego, Jay Jupiter. Um, you've got your own podcast, um, which is, I love it. It's, it's a very, <laughs> you know, they're only short, but I love just, you know, clicking on and listening to what you have to say. It's I appreciate it. amazing. But um, when did you start to use social media, media as like a marketing tool for yourself? I started social media mainly with YouTube. Mm. When I was younger, still in school, I started making videos and then not really thinking anything of it, they started blowing up and I was like, okay, this is kind of crazy. All of a sudden I had this following of people that were just so interested in what I was doing Mm. and I just could not for the life of me figure out why. (laughs) So I think that was the pivotal moment of like, okay, this is actually more powerful than Mm. I first thought. Mm. And ever since then, I've kind of evolved in my style and what I've been doing and choosing to do. Yeah. And when I sort of strayed into music and discovering that that was something I really wanted to pursue, it was no brainer. Mm. I was like, I have to just get back into that. Yeah. And so did you adopt the Jade Jupiter alter ego as a musician or is it just kind of you as a creative person? A musician. A musician. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Straight away. Um, okay. So the main thing we wanted to talk to you about while you were here is friendships outside of the Mm -hmm. industry so we're all familiar with it (laughs) and (laughs) um like we obviously have our friends that are in the industry actors dancers photographers you know know, musicians and it's great because you have that relatability and you can talk to those friends about the struggles and the difficulties and how just tough it can be to live this life um but obviously we all have our other friends who are lawyers and scientists mm-hmm. and you know all these other practical more stable careers and so how do you find it is navigating those friendships where you can't really go to say your best friend who is a scientist and yeah. you can't really talk to them about the struggles because they all come back and you know I mean I guess it's not really anyone's fault because they just don't know what it's mm-hmm. like but like the frustration of being told oh just just go for more auditions just yeah. audition for everything that you can yeah. just really mum yeah <laughs> okay let's, let's favorite mom. line let's not point fingers yeah, Amy. Mom. <laughs> I feel that a hundred percent yeah and it's just it, you just you, you can't explain to them well that's not how it works yeah. and like you so you don't really get that how do you find navigating those sort of friendships I think I've been really lucky because a lot of people that have come into my circle have either been in the artistic community or they have an interest in it. Hmm. So even though they're not inside it themselves, they can kind of understand how hard it would be to navigate. And I think they have an appreciation for that. Hmm. My main struggle has been older people, Mm. like not discriminating against the older (laughs) community. But every time I've talked to it, adults about it the first thing they say is oh what's your fallback yeah. that's like what's your backup like what are you doing yeah. instead like if, if that doesn't you work, just yeah, watch their like, faces kind of drop when you yeah. tell them you're an actor and and like, oh, oh yeah. okay so what's your job then yeah, yeah. like they <laughs> unless you are 
in the running for an Oscar already. Yeah. Like, so what's your real job? How do you, you know? make money like during the day? Um, exactly. Like, I mean, this, yeah. So. Last Christmas, my nan asked me if I was going to be in any of the Marvel movies coming out. <laughs> Not yet, nan, but <laughs> hopefully soon. Like, I feel like that is their understanding of it. When you say you're an actor, you're like, yeah. like you're either on the big screen or you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, so what have you done? And I'm like, oh, oh that is my <laughs> least favorite question. Like, when you tell someone that you're an actor and they're like, oh, so what have you been in? Like, can I yeah, watch you like, in anything? And I'm like, well, no, no, you yeah. cannot. I mean, no. I've been in a few shitty ads. And I've purposely <laughs> hidden them so no one yeah, can. Yeah, like these it. short films that you only did for experience that yeah. you would never show oh, anyone. Yeah. And yeah, but it's just the worst thing. And you have to tell them, yeah, I'm a legitimate actor, but I can't show you anything I've done. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing as well is that when you talk to adults about struggles of what it's like to be in your industry, they're like, well, just be more, more proactive. Yeah, and just, yeah. just yeah. What do you mean? I know. <laughs> I understand. Like, that's all we are is proactive. It's so. either that or they're like, oh, maybe you should look into something a bit more practical. It's like, well, yeah. I can't because I don't like anything else. I do yeah. not want to spend my life in a nine-to-five office job. Yeah. I will exactly. kill myself. Um. <laughs> Social media in itself is such, like, a huge job. Like, my sister relies yeah. on it so heavily for her job as a PT. Like, do you find a lot of pressure trying to – keep the social media presence and always have like new content to post and I things do. like that yeah yeah and I used to be really bad at it because I used to overanalyze everything mm-hmm. so while I used to when I first blew up I was making videos wasn't thinking anything of it I was just enjoying it then when I started getting an audience it was like what do they want to see mm-hmm. and it yeah. started to become not what I want to make. It's yeah. like, what do they want? What's yeah. going to get me, you know, more views and Less all of that. Less about you and more exactly. about the viewer. And, and that's when I stopped YouTube. And then I've only just come back to it now because I'm like, okay, I'm secure enough to know that these are my ideas. And if you don't yeah. like it, yeah, that's just don't the follow me. Anymore, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not everyone's so, going to like you and what you post. So yeah. it's kind of just finding your little niche audience exactly. and then, yeah. And we kind of live in a culture at the moment where people will follow you because they like you and they want to see what you have to offer and what you have to say. But people will also follow you because they don't like you. They want to hate yeah. you. And yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and culture. Yeah. Yes. They, they, they want to follow you just to pick at what you do and to judge mm-hmm. you and to laugh at you. And then, you know, you kind of have, you sit there and you think to yourself, well, is this person actually following me because they like mm-hmm. me and care about what I have to say or are they following me to make fun of me? Yeah. And then you kind of get in your own head again. And so, like, as you said, a constant battle when, mm-hmm. you know, good on you for coming back out and starting to release what you actually want to release because honestly I am loving it (laughs) every time you come up on my feet I'm like yes Ash do you you find that you have had a lot of experience with like judgment or negative feedback from any of your followers not so much my followers it's been all right and even when I've gotten the negative comment here and there it's nothing straight out malicious that's like it's, it's not like you're yeah. ugly <laughs> yeah like, I don't think anyone would ever call Ash ugly no I find it's very indirect like someone was like you don't have a forehead you have a two head <laughs> and I'm like is I feel that like, like in the midway point between like a compliment and a insult yeah, where it's a just compliment? a neutral it's comment like, yeah I mean like you don't have a you have a small forehead is yeah. what essentially but I was saying. You want that yeah. as opposed to a large one. Yeah. So I guess thank yeah. you for that. I, know. I just kind of sat there and I was kind of confused. I was like, do I say thank you? Yeah. I've never been called a two head so before. So the comments have kind <laughs> of always oh been God. very like neutral between malicious and 
supportive. That's good. That's fine. <laughs> so I have such a large so, following and only get yeah. that comment. Yeah. Two head comment. That's yeah. Two head, yeah. I'm maliciously know. supportive. I love um, it. Anyway, what is next for you? Ooh. As Jade Jupiter, but also as Ash. Definitely more focus on music. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of writing just in my little cave, just writing away, starting a million different projects. So I think definitely a release of music sometime mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start sort of this proper J Jupiter story because I think when I wanted to emerge with music, even though I've put out two songs before, when I wanted to put out my first official project, I wanted it to be okay, this is who I am. Mm. So that's kind of what is next in that sort of world for me. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Are um, you wanting to um, focus on acting as well or is it more definitely. music at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, now that I'm back, I think I took a little break from it because I felt like I just needed a breather. There was a lot going on in life. And taking that space really made me mm. come back to it again. Like watching shows, I was like, damn, like... You miss it. I miss yeah. it. Yeah. I miss the feeling yeah. of being connected to a character that is both parts yourself mm, and part yeah. not. Yeah, it's just absolutely. Fun. Yeah. And I find like when you have multiple passions, like I do writing as well. And I find when one's not like working out necessarily, mm-hmm. I lean on the other one Definitely. and it's really good to go back and forth. I always find I'm either focusing on one or the other. It's hard to like invest yourself into both. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then you've got me who's just solely an actor and when this um, work out, I, uh, you sing. <laughs> Have you heard her sing? Ash? In the car, yeah. <laughs> really freaking yeah, good. In the really car. Good. It, it annoys me that you don't think you're good because she's actually <laughs> really good. Like How she can belt voice. out some Halsey. <laughs> like, I know. I remember the first time I was in the car with her, I we put on a song and then you started singing and I'd never heard you sing before to it. And I was like just sitting there like holy hell like this girl's got a voice she just does it so casually like she just like hit a high like lady gaga note and i'm like okay do do we know what's happening here like am i the only one hearing this right now i think you need to like put some more effort into it taylor guys i'm going red oh my god no i think you need to do something about that absolutely so what we're doing with all of our guests Mm -hmm. is we are asking you to tell us what is your most embarrassing mortifying Mm -hmm. you want to crawl into a hole and die moment in any sort of creative in like moment so whether it be a bad audition or something happening in class or musically just tell us we want to know yeah what happened that made you hate your life yeah I thought about it for a while and <laughs> I was like, hmm, too many to choose. Let me sift through my filing cabinet in my brain of all the things that I wish I could fall into a hole about. Um, specifically in the creative industry, because I think you're always like... Embarrassing yourself. Yeah, but you're always trying to find where yeah. the boundaries are and yeah. your teachers like feel are always like, there is no boundaries, just fight, you know, go all the way and then you'll find where you should be. And then you go all the way and it's too much. And far. everyone's it's like, like way too much. And it feels <laughs> too like much. that was good yeah. <laughs> um so I've had a lot of those moments in acting but I think the most mortifying experience for me was definitely in music and it was one of the reasons why I thought I actually would never get into music because when I was little I took singing classes and I was like classically trained so she was naturally very strict on the way I sung and it was all very technicality based and I basically had my classical song which was what was it? Favorite things, I think, or something from Annie, I believe. 
must have been from Annie. And then she was like, okay, since you're more into the pop scene, because I was little <laughs> and just getting into like Jessie J and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, Jessie J. She was like, you can sing a Jessie J song as well. So we put in, uh, what's that song called? Ain't About the Money? Um, price tag. Price tag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had that one. We got price tag. All good. Had practiced. Everything was great. I didn't realize at the time, but apparently I didn't have stage fright when it came to acting on stage. Did have stage fright when I came to singing on stage. Oh, good. Didn't know this until I was on stage. <laughs> at the... What do you call it? Showcase? Or yeah, yeah, something concert. like that. Yeah, a little yeah. showcase where all of the students came and showed off their incredible voices. <laughs> and I was on stage and I could hit my notes, but I kept choking up. Aww. So I was choking up like every third word. <laughs> I still was adamant to get through the songs and not run off stage crying because I didn't want to be that person. <laughs> um, you were just a person so, to choke on stage. Yeah, <laughs> I was choking up, choking on my words on stage and it was mortifying. I did go off stage crying when my songs were Aww. finished. At least you made it to you the end. Yeah. The show must like, go on. I feel like that made me more embarrassed though because people were like, you did so good for sticking it out. you're like, don't talk to I'm me, like, okay? I did not do good. The song wasn't good, Literally, but you stayed was. up there. And that's <laughs> <laughs> Amy and I had to sing for oh our audition for VCA last year. Oh, and like that, that. Was, that was literally just in a room with us and Phil and it was it was so funny. It was, it was so funny. I Amy's Amy's audition makes me laugh so much. I mean, you're amazing, Amy, oh, and like you have a much better voice mouth. than you give yourself credit for. But <laughs> you, just because you're so nervous, and like she she chose this like really nice, sweet song to sing. I don't even remember what it was. I think but it's Billie Eilish. Yeah, it's like a, a nice Billie Eilish song, and she was just felt so nervous. And I was like, look, when we're in the car, you you go for it with with these songs, Amy. So just just practice with like a Fergie song, and then she starts rapping. What's the Fergie one? Um, I'ma Be by Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, so she starts. <laughs> rapping I'm a bee and Phil's like dude do that and then I did that <laughs> so no for her audition song she did I'm a bee but I didn't get I in no we uh, knows. yeah no, um, neither of us got in um, but it wasn't to do with my singing <laughs> definitely talent. wasn't definitely about not. the song at all because that that was something yeah that was that was the way <laughs> that's awesome um but thank you so much for coming on the pod thank having a having bit of a me. chat to us like we had such a good time yeah it was yeah. so fun yeah it's been so yeah. exciting amazing well thank you very much Ash and we will see you soon. We can't wait to see what you what you achieve. And can't wait to see what you guys yeah. are going to Can't wait to come just meditate. for everyone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's meditate. Just, Let's like right now. Maybe that'll help us get somewhere. Just I think, think it might. Because yeah. we're pretty Let's stressed war, all the time. Just, yeah. 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 All right. Thank all right, my you. love. Bye. Okay. And that was DJ Jupiter slash... Ash Callahan, thank you so much, Ash. She has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard in my life. And I think we talk about it on the pod. We recorded a long time ago, but um, that our intro is voiced by DJ Jupiter, oh, Ash Callahan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No You're listening to the Dream, Dream Baby Dream, Dream Podcast. So many people have asked if that's me. I'm like, I wish. <laughs> I wish I, I had a sexy life. voice like Ash. Yeah. And I love Ash and I love her family. And they have literally adopted me into their little family. Like they get me Christmas presents and birthday presents. And nice. you know, her mom works at Cotton On. So I have all these Cotton On oh. vouchers. I know, it's amazing. I just, I love Ash and her family. Beautiful. Thank you so much for chatting with us, Ash. You are fantastic. I love you so much. And you're a beautiful human being. Mm, big fan of the music really nice yeah. really good really vibe nice. yeah yeah
Um, so we're going to quickly smash into our goals of the week. Why do I do goals weird every week? <laughs> <laughs> goals? <laughs> we're going to smash into our goals of the week. Josiah, do you have any goals for your week this week? Oh, please don't do me first. I wasn't ready for that question. Oh, oh no, we didn't prep him on this either. He was just thrown in the deep end. Amy? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, so my goal of the week is to edit our show real soon. Yay! I'm really, really excited. Um, Josiah? Are you ready now? Um, <laughs> it was not enough time. Um, my goal of the week. Um, I'm going to tell you what my goal of the week because Josiah is being hopeless. Um, my goal of the week is to install a washing machine um, because I would like to do my washing and not uh, have to drive 40 minutes home to do my washing. I'm an adult now. I live out of home. Uh, washing machines are an important part of my life. And Olivia is also excited to be able to do her washing. Olivia, do you have an input? Ooh. I, I am excited to do my washing. I have nothing more to say. Do you have a goal the, What's your goal? Oh, jeez, Louise. Um, make more friends at uni. Oh, that's really oh, that's cute. a nice goal. Desire, do you want to make more friends? Is that your goal? Um, yeah, well, you know, as I said, the clo- you you are the, you yeah. become the closest five people you surround yourself with. But um, you know, I think it's great having a good network around. You. Yeah, I'm all for more friends. Why not? Cool. Yeah, no, I think that's a good thing. Sorry. But I would say. Today. We didn't really know each other too well, but now we've really, he's had his hand down my top, trying to put microphones, trying to put microphones on. Hey, yeah. there was hey. a lot of titty talk today. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uncomfortable touching, but all consensual. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my gosh. It is, it is part of the job in terms of uh, acting, is it? You do need to. Josiah's gone very red. <laughs> you need to get groped occasionally, but it's all consensual. It's... We like consent here at Dream Baby Dream. I think the goal for the week for me, I think it probably would be two things. I've got a bit of editing to get through. So that's a, that's the thing. Editing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I've got like three half written songs. So it's similar to my obsession. So I need to finish those. Alrighty. Our small business of the week. If you guys remember from last week, our new segment, um, is actually desires. Josiah. Josiah show real business. So we're going to let him plug that a little bit. Plug away, please. Josiah. Yeah. So I started autumn media. That's actually spelled O-R-T-U-M, media. We'll put it in the show notes. In the show notes. Link in bio. Um, Yeah, so I started Autumn Media, which is a branch of myself where I, um, you know, film videos for clients. And one of the types of videos that I do is showreel scenes for actors. And as you know, it's... um, Having an up-to-date showreel is important for either... um, newer actors or actors who are wanting to source an agent because um, agents often like to see some some video content to see what you can do. Um, and it's also good for established actors who may already have an agent but uh, have changed their look or they've progressed since their last showreel scene um, to be able to highlight and showcase their best work, I suppose, um, so that the agent can use that showreel to then pitch them for roles. Um, and you have a lot of control in, in your showreel scene where you can choose a scene if you like, yeah. and you can take the time to get get the right take, which you may not get on set. So what I do is a showreel shoot day, and that's where you um, come in, book in for a time, and we uh, shoot a showreel scene for you and a um, scene partner. And it's all on location, so it's not like a self-tape setup where it's just a boring white wall. Like it's actually, you know, it's, it's on location and it looks like a, you know, proper proper show um like a proper tv or movie scene which yeah. which is great so. professional scene 
Yeah, yeah. So it's all professionally shot, professionally lit, professionally edited. Um, so um, it's it's high end stuff. So you can really and the focus is always on on your performance as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, Amy and I did ours with Desire today, and a good example of what he was saying is that I now have red hair, so my show reel mm. doesn't reflect at all what I look like. Amy's show reel was from four years ago when oh, she was it wasn't it four years? <laughs> it was pretty long ago, and my hair's also slightly darker now. And it looks different. Yeah, and like Taylor and I both have agents, but I also think it's just a good opportunity to send to your agent and just show them that you're that, serious. That you're, you're serious. Working. You have progressed and just get their attention a bit mm. and just mm. yeah, show them that you have that initiative to go mm. out and shoot a scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's super mm. beneficial. And yeah. with that with that as well, um, if you feel like you're wanting to pitch yourself for a certain mm. type of scene, you mm-hmm. know, if your agent has has something in the backlog. Like for example, if you're wanting to play an American cop. Yes. And the agent has a scene that you've shot yourself mm-hmm. in that similar role, then they can use that to pitch that towards exactly. the casting director yeah. if the opportunity arises. And that is much more likely to get yourself yeah. a um, self-tape. And I feel like when I was blonder, I feel like I got pigeonholed a little bit as like a <laughs> ditzy blonde or just, you know, the girl next door kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like, why. yeah. Um, now that I've got darker hair and I chose a scene that to me was like, a strong female character strong female very professional yeah so i will put all of desire's details in the show notes we'll post it to the instagram um and just a little sneak peek we're actually planning on for season two getting desire on for a full-blown interview so Hell that'll be yeah. fun mm. and i want to hear more of this voice we're gonna might have him as artist of the week as well <laughs> yeah i'm very excited yeah for songs i didn't didn't know his song either speaking of artists of the week the artist of the week this week is also jade jupiter ashley callahan the jade jupiter and she has sent us um a song it is called heartbreak it's personally my favorite <laughs> just i was like oh yes i love I that one <laughs> we love heartbreak it is so funky it's so groovy it's so ash I'm and so um we're gonna end it with that so thank you again for listening to dream baby dream uh keep dreaming keep dreaming let's get some more pina coladas no <laughs> Dream. Oh, we didn't rehearse this. Sorry, we'll keep, go again. We'll go. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, baby. Oh yeah, keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs>